0: Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Ava. I'm very pleased to have Gio on the podcast today. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast.
1: Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be here today talking about art and exploring our case study.
0: Yes, I'm stoked to be here as well. So let's get started on our case. So today we're going to be talking about um, William Carlos Williams. One of his poems called "This is just to say." This is just to say. Um, the following is this poem he's best known for and most often anthologized um, poem. Okay, so here's the poem. I have eaten the plums that were in the icebox, and which you were probably saving for breakfast. Forgive me, they were delicious, so sweet, and so cold." So the question we're going to be exploring is, what, if any, difference should it make if someone discovered that Williams had not written this as a poem, that he had never intended it for it to be pub, hold on, that he had never intended it for publication and that in fact, it was just a note he had left on the door of a refrigerator after eating all the plums.
1: I think like this is an interesting poem because it can be interpreted in like many different ways. And in my opinion, I think it shows us like the guilty pleasures of life.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that it shows that sometimes we want what we can't have because Williams acknowledges in the poem that, you know, he was probably saving them for breakfast, but he still decided to eat them anyway.
1: Yeah. I think this idea can relate to like a lot of scenarios in the real world. Sometimes knowing that we can't have something makes us want it even more, like especially if you're on a diet or something and you know you can't have sweets, but like you want it even more.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think the poem itself can also maybe be like a metaphor for something else that he may want in life. Um, If it was intended for for publication, I think that it could kind of allude to Maybe it's a relationship that he wants, or a a woman, or something along those lines. I think that the plums could be a symbol for that.
1: Yeah, and as you can see in the poem, he shows guilt when he asked his, uh, his friend to forgive him. So we know that he knows he shouldn't have eaten them in the first place.
0: Yeah, I think that even if there was no intention to publish this poem, Um, And it was just a note on the fridge. He still highlights that, you know, simple pleasures, what they're all about and like giving into guilty pleasures.
1: Yeah, I also agree that we see that he appreciates the plums just for simple reasons, like being cold, sweet, soft, and like very tasty. So he appreciates it.
0: Yeah, I think that if this was a note left for someone, that person would receive the note and like feel like at least he enjoyed the plums even though you know I was saving them or for whatever reason
1: yeah I feel like the main point of the note was just keeping it simple even though he shouldn't have eaten them so like yeah
0: yeah I don't think that there would really be a difference in the meaning of the poem even if it wasn't meant to be published I think that it's still even if no one saw it or it wasn't supposed to be a poem the meaning is still the same it's that like you see something and you want it and you know you might not be able to have it but you do it anyway
1: so a little bit more about William and his background he was a famous poet and a writer who was mostly known for modernism and imagism
0: yeah so a little bit about those modernism was all about The new experiences and values in life during the early 20th century and imagism is a type of poetry that uses images to express certain ideas.
1: So we can kind of see where he brings in imagism in this poem because he's really descriptive in order to get his point across about like the plums and how they tasted.
0: Yeah. When he describes the plums, we like, when we're reading that, we can almost imagine how good they must've looked and how hard it was to probably resist eating them.
1: Which I also think goes back to the idea and overall theme we were talking about earlier how temptation can really get to people and how we like desire and crave the things we can't have.
0: Yeah, it's almost like uh, kind of reminds me of like Adam and Eve when, you know, they were set, they said that, you know, you can't eat the forbidden fruit, but they ended up eating it anyway. It's kind of a little bit similar to that.
1: It's actually a really like very interesting point, because I can definitely see it now because of William expressing the idea of like simple and guilty pleasures.
0: Yeah. And I think that theme is also relatable to every reader, to be honest. I think that we all have experienced wanting something that we know we shouldn't have or something that we can't have.
1: Yeah, for sure. It just makes us want it even more than before.
0: Yeah. I think that in a way, this poem kind of justifies giving into that temptation and gives comfort to the readers because it is such a natural feeling that everybody, you know, gets, so.
1: Yeah, and like, when you finally realize that the poem is a little bit more comforting, because at first it might just be like, oh, this guy just took someone's plums, he's kind of a bad guy, but then you realize he's trying to like relate to everyone else because we've all like, dived into our guilty pleasures at least once.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And just the style that it's written in, it's written in free verse, which I think makes it a lot more simple and like to understand and grasp like the idea of what he's trying to say. I think it's like super cool that there's so much meaning behind such a simple poem.
1: Yeah, I love it when poems are a little bit easy to read and when they have that kind of like simple vibe to them. It just makes them a little bit more fun to analyze because there's a lot of different meanings in them and it's basically what you come up to
0: yeah and I think it's even more impressive that we can derive like such a deep like life lesson and meaning from such a simple poem
1: yeah a deep meaning about the simple pleasures in life and how sometimes we may feel guilty for giving into them
0: yeah exactly so I think to wrap up um we kind of explored how we don't think that the meaning of this poem would change even if it was supposed to be published um wasn't supposed to be wasn't supposed to be published we okay. came to the idea that you know even if it was just a note it still has that deeper element of exploring how we all have guilty pleasures in life and it is okay to give into them sometimes um i want to end off with sharing a guilty pleasure of mine for me it's definitely donuts I cannot my, help myself but to give into temptation when donuts are around me. I may feel guilty and horrible after eating them, but I definitely cannot resist. What about you, Gio?
1: I'd say for me, one of my guilty pleasures is probably like Starburst or something, because like I'm supposed to be on like a real not a really strict diet, but I can't take in like a lot of sugar. But like maybe like a, every week or two, I'll give like myself a cheat day where I can eat some. And like, I still kind of feel bad about it because I shouldn't be eating it in the first place, but you only live once.
0: For real, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, great. And for our listeners today, we want you to know that it is okay to give in to those guilty pleasures sometimes and to simply enjoy it. I wanna thank you for joining us today. Gio, I really appreciate it. This concludes our Exploring Art podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon and remember to stay curious. All right. Awesome.